1: An experience guaranteed to satisfy McDowell's Specialty Repair, Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle and & Cook Mortgage, LLC, and Summer's Funeral Home. Every life leaves a legacy. And now here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Skip Hall.
0: Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today we have a very special guest. He's the new Director of Athletics at Boise State University. His, his name is Jeremiah uh, Dickey, and he is uh, off and running. He's been on a hot pace for ever, ever since he set foot in, on the campus of Boise State. But first of all, Jeremiah, welcome to Boise and Boise State University.
2: Well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm grateful for this opportunity. Uh, my family and I are super excited, and, and uh, I appreciate you uh, giving me some time.
0: Well, listen, it's such a big deal uh, in Boise, and I'm sure you've picked up on that already, but... Uh, athletics and sports and and uh, of course the football season coming up rapidly and so there's a lot of excitement around town and uh, nobody better to talk about what's happening than the athletic director so we're going to cover some of that ground the uh, one of the first things that we want to do is is kind of have you tell your story where you grew up and kind of uh, march us up to uh to, to, well, let's stop when you get to your professional career. I'm going to talk about uh, the timeline of that. So let's, let's hear a bit of your story. I know our listeners be very interested in hearing it.
2: Absolutely. And uh, I tend to talk too much, so uh, you may have to cut me <laughs> off uh, mid sentence. And yeah. I, I won't take offense to that. But I was born and raised in, uh, in El Paso, Texas. Um, my uh, my grandfather was a doctor, and he was actually the team doctor of uh, UTEP.
0: Yes, and was
2: very close friends with uh, Don Haskins, and yes. and so I, I grew up around uh, college athletics, and um, was uh, my my mom and dad uh, um, did obviously a great job with exposing me to to sport overall, and and you know uh, I, I had a a wonderful time, you know, and and with some of my first memories were. We're at UTEP games and, and getting to experience football, basketball, you name it. Um, that was what we did. And it was the biggest game in town, and, and uh, it very much uh, played a part into who I am. Um, I have, uh, I'm the oldest of four. I have, I have two uh, sisters and, and a brother, uh, and everyone is, is back in El Paso or in Texas. I'm the only one uh, outside uh, of this state right now. Um, so uh, very close to them, and, and uh, it's, it's funny you know, Skip. Uh, you know, you think about becoming an AD for you know. I've thought about it for twenty plus years. Is once I set that goal, and and it just so happens I come to a place that my first home game as an athletic director is against UTEP. Mm. And uh, I think everything happens for a reason, and and there's purpose in everything. Yeah, and man. and so uh, I, it's uh, I'm really excited. My family's excited. I told them you can come. But you better be in the right blue and orange. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm get them, get, getting them shirts, and, and uh, they're not going to be wearing them.
0: <laughs> gear them uh, gear um, up! Gear them up! That's right. Yeah. Well, I know that. Uh, you know, let's talk about your your college experience first, and then I'm going to get into your your timeline professionally. Where'd you go to college? What, and you went? You got a master's also.
2: I did. Uh, I I grew up in a, a Texas family. Uh, my 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 grandparents' uncle. Um, a number of family members went to the University of Texas. My my great grandmother lived in Austin, so um, you know uh, I, I grew up in a household that I was going to Texas or Texas, yeah. and uh, and I ended up at Texas and and very grateful and and enjoyed my time there and and it really uh, opened my eyes to to what this industry was. I was probably like most people that I just thought everyone happened to show up uh, at the same time on a Saturday, and uh, I realized that there was so much more, and and so I was very grateful for. For a uh, uh, gentleman by the name of Chris Boomfield at the University of Texas, uh, as well as uh, Chris Plonsky, um, who is still at the University of Texas, and and there, you know, they took a chance on me as, as a, a young, you know, intern and and had no idea what I was doing, and, and but really enjoyed my time there, and, and majored in, in sport administration, and and then I ended up getting my master's a number of years later uh, at the University of Akron. Um, mm-hmm. Akron was, uh, the, the, one of my stops, uh, along this path and, and it was very fortunate that, you know, if you were there, they paid for, for up to six hours. And so I utilized my time there and, and ultimately later on in, in my career, I finished it when I was at at Baylor, um, the, to finish my, my master's in sports science and coaching theory, and so uh, it's uh, everything happens for a reason, and, and uh, it's funny. I ended up at Akron and and you know got a master's out of it, and also found my wife there. So wow, um, it was a worthy trip and and time in my life. Skip,
0: yeah, double header, yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's great. Right. Well, the Akron Zips, I I, I know them well uh, from coaching at Kent State. Of course, we played against Akron, and but when you started your professional career, uh, you correct me now if I'm if I'm offline here, but the, you started at the uh, University of Texas El Paso in about nineteen or about two thousand three. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. July twenty okay. first, two thousand three, was my first day at UTEP.
0: Okay, and then you kind of moved from marketing and promotions to to uh, assistant director of athletic development, and uh, and obviously we have a, a fellow in common, a guy named Bob Stahl. And uh, yes, Bob was the athletic director, I believe, at, at UTEP, and and uh, he and I coached together for 15 years. At four years at Kent State, and and uh, let's see, about uh, three or 11 years at Washington. So, yeah, Bob yeah. and I go way back, and I know Bob uh, was probably instrumental in, in getting you going too. Is that about the way you size it up? He
2: he was, and if I remember correctly, correctly, Skip, uh, did you not have a young Nick Saban on that Kent State
0: staff? <laughs> we did. We had a young Nick Saban that, that played for us for two years and then coached with us for two years. And and he actually uh, I have a book coming out uh, next month called Coach Him Up and Nick is gracious enough to write the foreword to it. So, yeah, Nick, oh, uh, we go way back and, and uh, Jack Lambert was also on that Kent State team and of course he wasn't I've heard uh,
2: some bad. stories about, about <laughs> Mr. Lambert. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they're all true they're all true
2: well but, i you know uh, coach Stoll is uh um you know i talk about those memories he was uh, the head football coach at utep and I, and i believe his offensive coordinator was dirk cutter and um and yes, he, was. he, he was. had a um, he had a, a, a great staff at UTEP and, and UTEP, uh, you know, has had some challenging years, you know, uh, in their football program. And, and so during that time, especially being an El Paso kid and, and being so connected through my grandfather, um, coach Stoll was one of the first coaches. I remember his name and, and going to the games that, that, uh, you know, uh, were, were important to me and, and my family. And, and they ended up going to a, a bowl game and played, uh, uh, uh the quarterback by the name of Brett Favre yeah he you wasn't know, was bad Independence Bowl. Yeah. yeah he wasn't too bad and and then that uh, coach still ended up going to Missouri but I was so so fortunate everyone who's been a part yes. of this this path you know and process with me um had has a uh, you know uh has a special place to my heart and, and coach Stoll, I, I talk to him every once in a while I actually remind me that I need to reach out to him um you know he was one he was the first AD I worked under and Mac Rhodes who's now the AD at Baylor he was his number 2 and and uh, uh so my time at UTEP it really created a foundation of of you know what was this industry and and where I wanted to go and and it was that day in in July of 2003 that I wrote down my goals that I wanted to be an athletic director and that that propelled me going from marketing and promotions and sales. It was set up a little bit differently back in the day. And yeah.
0: And that's how athletics is. You've got a lot of people that have helped you along the way. And, and I always Sorry. tell people, especially young ones, just get started. Never forget who's helped you along the way. And uh, I think that is, that is so important. Well, after El Paso, Texas, El Paso, you went, uh, worked at the university of Akron as assistant athletics director for development. Is that right?
2: I did. I, I, uh, you know, Mac Rhodes ended up becoming the athletic director there, and and you know he told me um, that he was going to bring me, and and it was about almost to the day a year later, and I had actually turned down some opportunities to to work at University of New Mexico and and uh, and back at the University of Texas, and you know it was you know you look back on decisions like that, and and I'm not an outlier you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think probably early on in my career, I thought I was, but you know, when, when you, uh, when you have good people around you and, and to pour into you, uh, it makes a world of difference. And, and I had a, a tremendous amount of, of trust and faith in Mac mm-hmm. and I, I saw something in him and, and, uh, um, he's family and he, he took care of me like family and, and brought me from UTEP. And, and, and as I told you before, um, I ended up reporting up through a guy named Hunter Yerachek, who's now the AD at at uh, Arkansas, mm-hmm. um, who's one of the best ADs out there, along with Mac and and Hunter. Brought my wife, who worked in athletics from uh, Virginia, okay, and uh, she oversaw marketing and, and promotions, and I oversaw fundraising and development. And you know, uh, through work and friendships, and and uh, ended up leaving Akron to to go to the University of Houston, right. followed Mac All again. Right. And uh, and but this time I brought a, a wife with me.
0: Yes. Building a team. Absolutely. That's right. And I know you That's were de- right. deputy athletics director at Houston for a couple of years. And then it was on to Baylor. Tell us about your responsibilities at Baylor, your, your last stop before coming to Boise State.
2: Yeah, well, I I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, say a few words about the University of Houston. I really enjoyed my experience there. They they have an unbelievable president and and as I said before, everything has has played a part in in me getting to this this chair and 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 to have this great opportunity to serve our our people and and you know, Dr. Couture at at the University of Houston um, just does a a wonderful job, and 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 I and our president, Dr. Trump, reminds me a, a lot of her, yep. and that played a part of me getting here. But the uh, University of Houston was great; I was able to move up, and and Hunter, uh, you know, I ended up being the deputy at Houston, and and Hunter was the AD at that point. Mac had left to Missouri, mm-hmm. um, and you know, he wasn't at Missouri very long. But when he got to to Baylor. Um, he called me about six months in and said, you know, I, I want you to come and, and help me here. And and at that point, you know, I, he didn't know what the title was going to be, what the responsibilities were going to be. But I knew that my goal was to be an athletic director, and I knew that I needed uh, that level of experience. Um, and I saw opportunity where others maybe were running because of some of the, the issues that Baylor was was navigating at that point in time. Um, you know, that was, uh, that was one of those steps again that, that I had a tremendous amount of trust and faith, uh, that, that this was what was best for my family and I. And so, uh, we went to, to Waco and, and it was one of the greatest experiences of, of my career. Um, I was there for four years and, and, you know, in that time we had a tremendous amount of change. We had to navigate some of the issues that, that most currently came up that, you know, within civil investigation and, and uh it it just it gave me a, a different perspective on on various parts of the department from compliance to academics to the relationships with campus and and how important those relationships are and Mm. and that it truly takes a team to get to where you want to go. And, and so a lot of people sold us, uh, sold us down the river and said, you know, they're not going to be able to do much. And, and, um, but in that time, if you look at the, you know, what coach rule did and and coach true and and coach Mulkey and, you know, uh, just had some tremendous coaches, um, Baylor Baylor did some things that that uh, you know uh, that I think surprised a lot of people and and you know I'm really proud of, of my time there and, and still a, a fan and and very much care about those those you people bet. there Mac is still there and and uh, as I said before he's family but uh, my time at Baylor. You know, and, and and probably impacted me more than anything. I was going there for experience, but I feel like I came away as a better husband, father. Yes, you know, and and I've talked about my faith very publicly yes. but, um, as a Christian, and and uh, and I'll I'll never. Um, they, uh, they will always hold a special place in my heart. Yeah, oh,
0: that's great. You mentioned teamwork, too, you know, and it's teamwork that makes the dream work, and I'm sure that's what you're putting in place here at Boise State as well. You also mentioned your faith. I know you're a man of faith, and uh, it's it's so uh, inspiring to know that Boise State athletics is being led by a man who's led by God. I think that is is such such a big big deal. So, tell us a little bit about uh, your your faith story.
2: Well, I, I grew up in a in a home that um, you know we were non denominational and and my uh, my faith was was important then. But like like most, uh, well, I, I'll I can't say that maybe like most, but but my I got away from it. You know, um, I I. I thought I knew everything, and and became someone that that uh, I, I don't think that was was who he wanted me to be, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and and there were there were people along the way that that just they never gave up on me, even when when sometimes I was maybe doubting myself or giving up on myself or, or not really knowing what was next, and and you know, even though that that every decision I think was very intentional um you know i still consider myself a baby christian and, mm-hmm. and some of those some of those decisions uh even though i felt like i was making them um he always had his hand on it right. and, uh, and and to the point of ending up at a place like utep and going to akron and finding a young up and coming leader in mac and mm-hmm. you know you realize in time that that uh um everything is very intentional and and uh, and quite honestly I, I probably had very little to do with it um, I, a lot of people poured into me, and he always had his hand on me, and and I can, I can never, uh, you know, thank those people along the way, and, and yeah. those who, who mom who never gave up, and yep. and uh, I'm I'm grateful for that.
0: Yes, yes, indeed. Well, that's that's great. That's great, Jeremiah. Now, when you were uh, researching Boise and looking at the opportunity, um, what kind of a vision did you come come up with that you see happening for the Future program at Boise State.
2: Well, one, I mean, like most in in this in this country, uh, um, I very much knew about the Blue uh, when I was at UTEP and and Houston and and or um, well, UTEP Akron in Houston. Uh, you know, I very much followed what um, they were doing here. You know, uh, they were doing it the right way, and and the foundation was strong, and and they were having a tremendous amount of success, uh, especially in football and. Um, you know, but it it, uh, it really played a part in me being interested and, and ultimately, you know, deciding that this was the, the next step for me. Um, you know, when I looked at it and it was difficult, you know, I, I went through the interview process through Zoom and, and I was at, you know, a thousand miles away from Waco in Illinois. I'm at my wife's uh, family's farm and, you know, it's snowing outside mm. and, and, you know, it just, it's one of those things. that's surreal now to think back, you know, seven and a half months ago when it all happened. And and but you know, I said it before. I, I saw something in in Dr. Trump when I, when her and I spoke, um, and and her courage and 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 strength and and I mean, and her vision. It just it 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 played a part and, and a huge part. Um, I I accepted the job sight unseen. You know, uh, there wasn't, I mean, it went quickly because as you know, we had to hire a football coach. So, right. um, just, just grateful for, for her and, and her trust and faith in me. And, and, uh, you know, and then, you know, you get here and, and you understand what we've done and the foundation that we have. Um, but, but also knowing the industry and where the industry is headed and, and, and really trying to read the tea leaves of, of what's next. Um, you know, I, I have a very simple process, or I I view it simple. My staff may not view it simple, Um, but you know, when I look at at the zero-based budget process that we went through to truly understand where we're at, or, or and where we need to go from a resource standpoint, and, and we're currently in a facility assessment that's really going to define what the expectations are, along with the zero-based budget for for our capital campaign, and and then uh, and then going through a Title Nine assessment, and you know, it's it's acquiring the data, and and you know, plan the work, work the plan. Mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. You know, the first year there's growing pains and and there's, we're going through a tremendous amount of change right now. And as an industry, not just as an institution. And I know that, that, you know, we're going through some growing pains and, and obviously still navigating COVID, but, um, my personality—I I always see opportunity in everything, and 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 try to approach it in a positive way. And and you know, we're going to do our personal and serviceable best to to serve our constituents. And, and mm-hmm. first and foremost, that's our student athletes and, and our staff, and, and and our our donors and Bronco Nation overall. Um, that's is—we've barely scratched the surface, mm-hmm. and and there's so much ahead of us when we look at, at conference realignment and, and name image and likeness and and you know uh, all the changes uh, just in college football playoff expansion um, it's a it's a, an exciting time for me as a new athletic director to be a part of some historic changes in our industry and and uh, I'm I'm extremely grateful and and I can't say enough about our staff that that has stepped up and, and, you know, and, and helped me through this transition. Um, And and every day we're getting better and and every day we're going to push the the envelope and and we're going to move the needle.
0: Good. That's exciting. Exciting stuff. Well, you mentioned about hiring a football coach. Well, I'll tell you what, I think you've hired one of the very best foot young football coaches in, in America in coach Andy Avalos, uh, he is he is a solid solid coach, obviously, but he's a great man also of faith, and uh, sure excited to see this this season unravel and and uh, I know it's going to be a little tough that first game uh, going all the way down to Florida, but I think uh, this staff I visited practice uh, one day in spring, and I was so impressed with the enthusiasm and the attitude of everybody, players, coaches. You know, people that surround the program. Um, it was just. It was really a. It was a great feeling. So, uh, we're excited. We're excited, and I know we uh, we want to get that stadium filled too. We want people in those seats right. and try to get. Uh, let's get. Let's get some the sellouts. I think you you've called it six and six. Is that what was the what was the six meant?
2: games? Six games. Six sellouts. Yeah. And, and and it very much ties in Skip to, you know, uh, to this this plan of. of you know, uh, going through this process, um, Bronco Nation is is strong and and powerful, and our brand matters, and you know, and filling that stadium matters. It it very much impacts everything that we've talked about, and and uh, and, and so I'm excited about that. You know, it's not ideal with with COVID and protocols and some of the other things, but. Right. You know every hurdle that that we're presented with, we're going to find a way to get over it, and uh, and we're going to keep doing that. And Andy's a big part of that. I can't say enough about Andy and the staff and team he's put together. And when you talk to the student athletes and and you know how much uh, you know fun they're having right now, and and it's uh, it, it truly has been uh, uh, an important part of of the change as we move forward and, and, you know, just seeing Andy, how he's connecting with our other coaches and, and, um, you know, that's, uh, that's important. You know, it truly takes a team and, and with 18 sports, 400, close to 400 student athletes, you know, close to 300 staff members, uh, student workers, GAs, uh, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Um, it truly takes every single person doing their, their best on a daily basis to, to get us to that. And, and I'm really excited about Jake Macon who came in from the university of Alabama, um, to oversee our ticket sales and operations team, and, and the work that Joe, who you know very well, in yep. communications yep. and Walt yep. and, and Dom and Creative and Daniel, and you know, uh, and then Cody Gogler, who who came from Baylor as our senior associate for external. Um, we we are we are in the the infant stages of growth, mm. and I think overall, Skip, from a you know Bronco Nation standpoint, you know, it's a testament to them. I mean, we've we've been an FBS program for twenty five years. You know, it's a testament to you and 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 what you did, and and everyone who's come before us, and you know, it's just I, I look at at UCF, and you mentioned, you know, and they're very similar to us, and and you know, uh, I'm I'm so excited to get to that game, and you know, and for our guys to be able to play in, in front of us fans, and and um, it's. Uh, you know, everything counts, everything matters. And, and, you know, everything we've done up to this point is to help us get to that, that place. And we're taking one game at a time. And, you know, I talked to Andy last night and, and you can just hear it in his voice. I mean, they're, they're going through camp, they're grinding and, and, uh, and he has, there's a purpose in mind and and he's he's excited and 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 that just it, it just solidifies the decision that that we made when we went through that search that that he was the right person for this job
0: well there's no question in my mind and uh, having spent 30 years in the profession well you you kind of know if somebody is going to fit the bill and I certainly think Andy is 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 definitely going to do that. So we're all excited. It's a big deal coming up, uh, folks. For the first game, it's going to be on September second. I believe it's televised here, starting at five p.m. Is that right, Jeremiah?
2: It's a great opportunity for for us that, um, nationally. Um, you know, one of the few games on, and and uh, you know, it's we're excited. You know, uh, I'm very much watching Florida and and, and what's going on there. You know, with COVID, and and you know we're uh, mm. we're doing everything we can to to be a full strength uh, going into that game, and and you know with Coach Malzahn, in his first game, I mean a lot of eyes are going to be on on that television screen or at that game. You know, uh, it's exciting for for both uh, him and Andy, uh, both being uh, uh, starting their 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 uh, their jobs uh, to you know against each other, right? Um, Oh that's uh, that's
0: going to be a fun one. Oh absolutely, absolutely. A lot of excitement. Well, coach Avalos will be on the show next Saturday. So uh, listeners tune in to to hear Andy and and uh, we're sure excited to have Jeremiah on today and and uh, there's just so much uh, Bronco support in this community and we, uh, when they come home, play that first game. Well, we want to see those those, uh, those seats filled and, and uh, the blue on fire. So, Coach, uh, uh, Athletic Director Jeremiah Dickey, thank you so much for being a guest with us today on Game
1: Plan for Life.
2: Thank you, Skip. We appreciate it. And, uh, go Broncos.
1: Go Broncos. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Hollingshead Eye Center see the difference experience makes christian brothers automotive security gold and silver a reliable source for your bullion investment dominoes oh yes we did rocket express car wash it's a blast diamond heating and cooling Hoffman auto body someone you can trust canyon county habitat for humanity zero res carpet cleaning and idaho window tinting Thank you for listening to game Plan for life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday
0: as Skip and his guests go over the game plan for life. Have a great weekend and remember no game plan, no victory.